about three years down the road, you take sole ownership of the Velveeta Room. Like I like, what do you mean? Well, I own it. Yes. Okay. How? Uh, the people who currently own it are just getting out. They're like, you know what? We've had a, you know, had a lot of success here. Had a lot of success running this place, but we just kind of want to wash our hands of it and go on to the next challenge and go live our lives. Wow. So <clears throat> they end up selling the building, you know, and I, I buy it. They, they give it to you. Oh, okay. You've well, grown so cool. you've, gotten, you've grown so close with them and like you've really earned their trust. And you've been a wonderful <laughs> employee. Okay. And you've helped uh, the Velveeta room uh, reach like places it's never been, you know? All right. And they go, Pat, as a way of saying thank you for years of like loyal friendship and, and service, we wanna we wanna make sure we're we're helping you out the best way we can and that's why we're giving you the building. That's insane. Esther's follies. I get that too. The the whole building. Oh geez, okay. You know? They're gonna turn it all over to you. They're gonna go uh sail around the world. <laughs> Where? Around the world. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. The whole time they're on the boat, they're listening to that. I've been everywhere. Oh, That's what they listen to the entire trip. What's the name of their boat? Uh, Gelding's Fury. <laughs> Gelding's Fury. Yeah. Cool. It was just like a, a horse, like the silhouette of a horse running <laughs> next to the name. You know, like you look at it and it's like that horse is running for its fucking life. <laughs> You get that impression that that horse is on the run. Okay. You know, and it's doing everything it can to survive. And it knows it's being hunted. It knows it. And it's doing everything it fucking can. Yeah. All right. That is really insane. So you see them, you see them climb aboard Gelding's Fury. They wish everybody a farewell and then they sail off. And you're running the valve, right? Weird. First thing you're gonna do, you're like, okay, let's. You're gonna you're gonna clean the place up. You're gonna upgrade some stuff. You're gonna rearrange. You start like, um, you want to redo the bathrooms. You always have this idea of how to redo the bathrooms. What What's my idea? Um, it's so bad. You know how there's like Swiss cheese. You I know? I know what Swiss cheese is. Yeah. And your idea is to have the men's room be the cheese part of the Swiss cheese and the hole be the women's room. Oh, God. It's really bad. And people are like, Pat, that's kind of insensitive. And I like, would never do that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But you're like, look, this is my place. <laughs> you kind of start big time with people. But people are like, you know what? Trust Pat. He runs a, he runs a, a good valve. I run a good valve. So you're like, uh, you're going to make the bathrooms bigger. You're going to make them nicer. Right. And you're going through and like, you're knocking down walls. You're like you and Michael Park are doing this together. Really? Yeah. Is he, he, so he stays on. Oh yeah. That's good. He's like a, he's like a skilled craftsman. All right. He's like, um, he knows a lot about like construction and plumbing. He's like a real handyman. 
and you, you're talking to about it. He goes, I'll be happy to help. I'm good with my hands. And he kind of like, he gives you like spirit fingers and he wiggles his eyebrows. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Mike. So you guys are like <clears throat> going through, you're, you're tearing out the walls of the bathroom. You're, uh, you're tracing like some pipe, some pipes one day and you're like, oh, this one, I don't know where this one goes. Like, it's just like a dead pipe. So you're, and you like need it to clear out a wall. So you and Michael like cap it off and you, you break the pipe and it's filled with, with blood. You pour it out and wow. it's just human blood. What would you do? I would freak out for sure. That that would really bother me. Yeah. I would definitely step back and go, oh. I would definitely yell. So you'd yell. I would yell. I mean, that's really weird. Well, that's not okay. Would you would you what would you do? You just leave it in there? Would you tell anybody? I'd walk away for a second, then I'd come back. Mm-hmm. I'd probably call the cops. Yeah. And be like, and just tell, oh yeah, I would call the police. If I found blood in the pipes. Uh huh. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like that at all. So you, you call you call nine one one. Nine one one. They go, hey, nine one one. This is uh Veronica. <clears throat> like from that show. What can I help you with? <laughs> Hello. Um I would Veronica yeah. Veronica Mars, have you heard of it? Yeah. I thought you meant Veronica's closet. No, no, Veronica Mars. Okay. That's funny. It's a good show. Be- all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, it's I, pretty good. Okay, I think it's on Netflix. She goes, "Hang on a second and no. start typing, and she's she no. looks it up. She goes, "You know, it's on that, and it's also on Amazon Prime. Do you have a Prime account? No. She goes, "Oh, I'll just send you a link." And she goes, "What's your email?" And she goes, "She goes, I got it." And she pulls it up, and she sends you an email, and uh, it's just a link to sign up for Amazon Prime. You get five dollars off your first purchase from Amazon. Okay, uh, thanks, Veronica. Uh, she goes, "Yeah." It's not really what I'm calling about. Uh, I am at my place, place of business, uh-huh. and there's human blood in the pipes. We opened a pipe, and blood came out. She goes, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know what this means. I need, I just, I need someone to know that there's blood in the pipes. So she goes, "Okay, I'll send somebody out right away." Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll check out the show. She goes, oh, great. And sign up for my uh, for that using my referral. And she hangs up on you before you have a chance to say no. <laughs> so you look into it. And you're like, you know what? Amazon Prime's a pretty good deal. You feel like. Wait. Yeah. You feel like you're like, okay. Yeah. I think it's worth it. You know, I, I I'll don't give it a shot. I, and, okay. I highly doubt that after that happened, I would look into the Amazon Prime. I would just forget that happened. I would because I'm looking at human blood pouring out of my pipes but yeah like while you're waiting for the cops to show up you're on the amazon prime app on your phone you're on amazon on your phone you're like you know what i should buy some more bar towels <laughs> what and you look it up and they're like i wonder where they are on amazon and you find out they're like pretty fucking cheap compared to what you've been paying and you're starting to think the guy who you've been buying restaurant supply from is fucking you a little bit really you make a note in the back of your head you're what's, gonna pay him a visit what's his name armando yeah yeah what's his last name rivas Armando Rivas, mm-hmm. you son of a bitch. Yeah. I trusted you. Yeah. You've always trusted him. Yeah. Yeah. From the first day you took over the Velvet and started ordering supplies, he came in to hand deliver them to you. He goes, <laughs> My name's Armando Rivas. I want to let everyone of my customers know they can trust me. And he threw a big hand out. 
Okay, I shake his hand. He shook his hand. Nothing happened. All right. But you'd always trusted him. And you start to think, like, maybe I should start ordering stuff off Amazon. So you use Veronica's referral link. You spend the first five bucks on a um, a can of poopery. It's the spray you spray into the toilet before you take a poop so it doesn't smell. And uh, it doesn't it doesn't work. It was really? a waste of five dollars. Yeah, that sucks. So you're uh, <laughs> dang. Yeah, you're waiting on the cops to show up. They come in. They're looking around. They go, "What are you talking about?" I'd show them the blood. They go in there. They're like, "There's no blood in here." What? Yeah, they're like, there's no blood in here. I show them the blood, and you look back. The blood's gone. I well, my, well, Michael can back me up. He saw it. Michael's gone for the day. He left. Why? He had to get home. For what? He's been digging a trench around his house. (laughs) (laughs) Why? He wants to fill it with water. Michael wants to make a moat? Yeah, Michael. He's calling it Michael's moat. Oh, Michael. (laughs) He's got a whole plan. He wants to... mean he wants to he wants to have a moat running around his house and he wants to race little like paper sailboats around it <laughs> like just for fun yeah for fun that is so weird yeah for oh, fun okay cool so i yeah. go okay he's got a, he's got drawings of it he's been trying to show you these drawings for like months and you've never taken him seriously no you've been you've been like avoiding it and he uh before he left for the day he goes Head at home. Gonna finish the trench. And he's been working on this for a long fucking time. And you've always just been dismissing it. And as he leaves, he goes, not like you fucking care. And he walks down the street. Jeez. Ah, I really hurt Michael's feelings. <clears throat> yeah. That sucks. All right. Well, I make a mental note to apologize next time I see him. Yeah. And then I say to the cops, I swear to Jesus Christ, I saw blood. They go, look. Buddy, you're doing a lot of work in here. Maybe you should check if there's like a gas leak or something. Like, there's no blood here. Well, there's I, no gas leak. They go, well, you might want to just get some fresh air. You you never know. You got cooped up. Maybe you overexerted yourself. Sure. Like, okay. you want us to call the ambulance? Are you feeling okay? I feel fine. Uh, I feel a little silly that I wasted your time. Uh, you know, hey, just try to get some fresh air, you know? <laughs> okay. And you get kind of defensive, and they're like, look, we didn't waste your time, all right? And they they walk out of here, and the cop, as he walks out, he goes, never come to this fucking dump. (laughs) What an asshole! I mean, you were kind of rude to him. He's just trying to help you out. Oh, fuck him. He's just trying to help. Sure, okay. So I go outside, so I go, I go, wow, what a, and I, I say, what a fucking asshole, and I walk outside to get some fresh air. So you walk outside to get some fresh air. Never come to this dump. Fuck you. And you like, <clears throat> you're outside, and you're standing to where you can like look straight down the hallway of the Velveeta room, to where you see the bathroom, and you almost just see like something dripping from the ceiling, like from the street. So you walk back inside, and there's blood just like dripping. All right, I take my phone out, and I, m- I make a video. What do you do? You make a video. I, I just record it, and I go, "Hi, uh, my name is Patrick Dean." I'm at the Velveeta room right now, uh, 521 6th Street, and there's blood dripping from the building, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm documenting this because 
I was not taken seriously when I alerted the authorities earlier. I'd say all that. So you document it in a video, you save it into your phone, and you go like go down the hallway, and it's clearly like dripping blood. Like you're you touch it and it's blood. You walk into the bathroom and you're like looking at the pipe, and it's just kind of like a mess of pipes. So you're like, maybe I should go see the blueprint for this building to see where the fucking what that pipe leads to. Yeah. So you you pull it out, you pull out like all the paperwork you got with the building, like the deed, all that shit, all the tax information, whatever, the blueprint. And there was a, a piece of paper that was stuck to the backside of like, like it was like stuck together with another document. And uh, it's just like a lockbox at a bank. It says extra keys on it and other assorted items. It's like, oh, I should probably see what's in there. You go into the bank, open up the lockbox. There's keys in there and there's a small black book. There's no marking on it or anything. It's just like a like a little moleskin, like the size of your hand, you know. And you open it up, and uh, it's a journal from the people who first owned the building. Wow. Yeah. This <clears> building's <throat> been part of downtown Austin for like a long time. How many years? Uh, it, whenever the town was founded, I don't know. I don't know the history of Austin that well, but it was like the, one of the first buildings wow. downtown. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, there's a lot of history behind this building. And this book is just a journal from the owners. And the entries are like kind of like just scribbled and barely legible, like they were written like really hastily. And they're dated, and it's like, I saw it again, covered in blood. Right? Oh no. And so every like you can almost tell that like every time somebody saw this, it was written down in this book. And it even changes handwriting throughout the pages. Like the new it, it all it's always been happening, right? Is there anything else written in it? No. It's just people documenting these really bizarre in- instances of them seeing blood in the bathroom. Wait, hold on, but that's the only thing that that notebook is used for. Yeah. That is almost as insane as yeah. the actual blood. When you, as you like turn the pages, you taste blood in your mouth. Oh, and I got to be honest with you, it tastes kind of good. Oh, gross. You like it just a little bit? No, I don't. I'm just telling you what happens. Taste buds change, people, you know, whatever. You like the way it tastes just a little bit. So you're seeing like even the previous owners have been like writing in it, right? (laughs) They never, so no one ever noticed this. Nobody ever said anything. So they never said anything to me about there's, this. There's a there's a letter in the lockbox, and it just says Pat. Okay. And you open it up, and uh, there's a photo of the two of them I'm a, aboard Gelding's Fury, each toasting champagne. And then there's a letter, and it says, Pat, we didn't know how to tell you this, but the, the building is haunted. They go, every now and then, we don't know why, uh, blood fills the room. <laughs> like the blood will like oh my drip gosh. from the ceiling and it'll cover everything and you have to clean it up or it gets worse and worse. Uh, if you don't clean it up, uh, the ghost haunting the building will come into the building. It'll materialize and it will kill you. Jeez. And then that's what happened to the first owner. That's why you saw, you know, the, the new, like just the fear and the writing 
of the second owner in that book because they knew what was at stake. Okay, I guess I just cleaned the blood then. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Yeah. So you go back to the Velveeta room. There's so much blood. Oh, no. It's like you have to get a shop vac, and you're just like pumping blood down the drain. You know, it's just a lot of lot of blood. Jeez. But you, so you pull like the, you like you finally clean everything up and you start like tracing the pipe, and you look in there and and uh, you start like dismantling it sort of piece by piece. Blood keeps like kind of coming out, and then there's just like a a sludge. It's kind of built up in there. Ew. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So you're like tapping it and it's falling onto the floor, right? It's pretty gross. And then after you do this for like, you follow this pipe all across the room, there's just like a big mound of goop on the floor. This is really fucking weird. It's just like a pinkish hue, you know? Uh, You saw like a tooth in there. What? Yeah. Well, you, you like look at it and you like you think it's a tooth, and then you try to like look at it again. And you're like, that's just really fucking gross. You know, it's just a big pile of glop. Yeah, that's disgusting. So you're like, I'll clean this up when I'm done. You're just like following this pipe, and then the pipe leads up into like the uh, the attic, like the second floor. Like okay. Just, there's like a crawl space up there. Would you go up there? Yeah. You hadn't been up there before. <clears throat> there's so many. There's a bunch of places kind of actually like that there. Yeah. there's It's just an old building, yeah. you know, that has since been like walled off in weird sections. So you uh, you crawl up there and you like are peeking around. You find the area just above where you estimate the pipe ended. And there was clearly like the outline of a person. It was just like slick. It was just like wet. And there was a like a metal pipe right next to it. And as you like kind of look over the stain of where this person's body was, the last bit of gloop just kind of falls out onto the floor. And you can kind of see through the pipe, it all starts to move and it like forms Jeez. together. And then you hear a voice down there, it's going, Hey, hey, you up there. I, I don't think I'd say anything. What would you do? I mean, I would be horrified. What would you do? I would probably just hold my breath and wait for this gloop monster to, to, I don't know, leave? I don't know. So you're like looking down that tube, right? And like you just see like the floor, and then all of a sudden you see just an eyeball like looking back up at you. Oh, no. And it goes, hey, you up there? I see you. I go, who the fuck are you? Name's (laughs) Slim. Slim Kaufman. C-O-U-G-H. Like, okay, M-A-N. I don't give a fuck how it's spelled. Who are you? What is going on? He goes, I'm, I'm the ghost of this here building. How could you possibly think I would give a shit how your last name was spelled? You're a gloop monster. <laughs> he goes, I don't want to spell like those, like the, the German spell, and I'm not a fan. Are you going to kill me? He goes, no. He goes, but can you pass me my, my shoes? And there's like a, there's some shoes, like an old pair of like beaten up, dusty ass shoes. He yeah. goes, can you just bring them down with you? Yeah, sure. So you, you, uh, you bring the shoes down and you walk back into the bathroom and there's just like a, 
an old nude man standing in front of you. What? Yeah. He's just like an old naked man. You see he's got a big like pink scar on his side. He's totally nude. Okay. I'd, 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 I'd give him his uh, shoes and I'd say, do you want a t-shirt? We have Velve t-shirts. He goes, no, I don't need them. And he puts his shoes on. And when he oh. puts his shoes on, uh, he's just wearing like a suit. It just pops onto him. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So he um, he goes, look, I, I appreciate you helping me out. Thanks for bringing me back. I can't, I can't thank you enough. And he puts like a hand on your shoulder and you just feel like instantly warm all over. Okay. I would say, I go, look, man, I, I'm really, you got to help me out. You got me at a real big disadvantage. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who you are. I don't even know what I did. He goes, I just needed to be freed and get back in my shoes. That's all I needed. The rest is up to you. What do you mean by that? He goes, it's exactly what I told you. He goes, the rest is up to you. This is the part where I leave. What? Yeah. So he just starts walking out of the valve. He just leaves. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He goes, hey, you can pull that pipe down. You don't need it anymore. They'll give you the room you need. I think it's a great idea. I've been looking at the blueprints. Okay. And he leaves. Just walks out the door. That is really strange. What would you do? Um, I think I would just, I would um, probably like put <clears throat> my back against the wall uh-huh. and just slowly sink to the ground and just think about what the fuck just happened. Uh, I would sit there. I would try to rationalize what I'd seen. And I would, I would go, you know what, man? This is just one of those things you're going to have to forget about. And I get up, and I go back to work, and I try to put this out of my mind until the day I die. I tell no one, and I do nothing except just go back to work, and I try not to think about Slim Kaufman. C-O-U-G-H-M-A-N. Okay, and the blood for the rest of my life. So you sit there, back against the wall, just like thinking about it for hours, just like Staring into the middle distance, you know what I mean? Just disassociating, like thinking, how can I get this out of my head, right? Eventually, you're like, I have to go home. I have to leave. I have to do something. So you you leave. You lock up. You start driving home. And it's like a, it's just like a, it's just a shitty day. It's kind of rainy. It's overcast. It's not pleasant at all. It's like the weather is just a pall over everything, the same way that that vision of that gloop yeah, was just a pall over the rest of your brain. And you're sitting at the stoplight. You you see, like, lightning crack behind you. And you look up in the rearview mirror. And you didn't realize it before, but there's somebody in the backseat. Ah, fucking shit. In the mirror, you see a face. And it's really, it's just a, a plume of smoke. And its left eye is glowing red. Fuck. And he says, uh, hello, Patrick. And you look in the back, and there's nobody back there. <laughs> yeah. What would you do? 
I would go, that's fucking weird. This has been a really strange day. And I turn back around. So you turn around and you see the phase in the rearview mirror. God again. damn it. See so light up a cigarette. It says, hello, Patrick. You can be cordial. Oh, who the fuck are you? Because I'm the man in the back seat, a.k.a. he who rules the roads. All right, well. Where is he? I don't know, man. Look. Where I, is he? I, he left. What do you mean he left? He, uh, I, I gave him his shoes. I know exactly what this guy's talking about, man. I, I'm not going to play dumb with this fucking yeah. guy. Look, I gave him his shoes. Um, he he put them on. He he turned into a suit and he just left. He's gone. I don't know where he is. He says it was the shoes. Yes. What happened? I handed him his shoes. Uh huh. He put the shoes on. Okay. And the shoes. He immediately after he put them on, he was wearing a full suit. You see him take a long drag off the cigarette. And that eye glows bigger and redder and kind of pulsates. He's gone, dude. I don't know. And then he goes, okay. It's the shoes. And then he balls his fist up and your car explodes into a million fireflies. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You blow up into fireflies. <laughs> and But your your butts never stop getting more and more intense. The, the butts get more and more intense and to where people around you are blinded. And then eventually their bodies can't take it and they all explode. And you die. When you explode, you turn back into human form. And there's just like parts of you that get scattered oh, all over gross. the city. It's this really, is so gross. It's really gross. This is like the most visceral one ever, I think. This is, uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, that fucking sucks so the, bad. The moment before your firefly bodies blew apart, you just heard the beautiful, dulcet voice. Of a young, slim cough. God damn it. He was singing about the Texas, the hills of Texas, and like this rich southern drawl. And then he fucking died. Okay, who the fuck is Slim Kaufman? Who is he? I don't know. He was just, he was trapped in the pipes. But that voice, that buttery (laughs) southern voice. Uh, it was yeah. the most pure voice you'd ever heard in your life. There's not. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I always, we always get. I always get punished. All right, Slim Kaufman. 